A person can stand in the Rishus Yachid, they can bend down and grab something in the Rishus Rabbim and move it in the Rishus Rabbim, and as well they can move something while they're standing in the Rishus Rabbim and stick their hand into Rishus Yachid and move it in the Rishus Yachid. And the Mishnah qualifies the first case and says that if you're moving something in Rishus Rabbim, of course you can't move it more than four Amis because then you're moving something making an Akira and Hanocha in Rishus Ram, that of course will be an Isidaraisa. Now, this din of Shloyeti Chutzpah Abamis, of course, is only on the first case. On the second case, when you're moving something in Rishus Yachid, there will be no share of Abamis. And Rashi points out that the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that when that Geyser, maybe I'll go and take the thing where I'm putting my hand into Rishus Ram and I'll bring it back into Rishus Yachid. I'll be over and make Akira in Rishus Ram and Hanocha in Rishus Yachid. We don't make such a Xerah. And the same thing, we don't say, maybe you'll be Mavidal Abamis in Rishus Ram. We don't make such a Xerah. That Rashi doesn't say, but the Meiri brings that down, and the Mishnah continues. A person can't stand in Rishus Yachid v'yashlim Rishus Ram, and he'll urinate into Rishus Ram or Rishus Ram v'yashlim Rishus Yachid. He can't do it from Rishus Ram to Rishus Yachid either. V'chein la'yarek. Also, you can't spit from one Rishus to another Rishus, and we'll have to see in the Gemara if this is deraisa or not. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda says, "At Mishnah l'tzreikah b'fiv lo'yhalach ha'amis atziyarek." That someone has spit collected in their mouth, you can't walk for Amis in Rishus Ram, and the same thing would apply. Of course, you can't walk from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Ram or Rishus Ram to Rishus because now that it's already collected and ready to leave your mouth, it's not considered part of your body any longer, and like Rashi said, it's considered a masri. And we begin to get more. Shalmi was teaching the son of Rav Chia in front of Rav, and he said the Mishnah as follows: Instead of saying he said and carry while you're moving something in Rishus Ram without bringing it to you in Rishus Yachid. And like Rashi says, because this is Xera, Shemi actually said maybe you'll bring it from Rishus Ram into your Rishus in Rishus Yachid which is of course an Issa Deraisa which is exactly against the Mishnah so Rav says back to him you're going against Rabbanan and you're going like Rameyah meaning we have Rameyah and Rabbanan that could argue with the something else later on in the Masechta on that Machlaikis you're going like Shittas Rameyah because the Shittas Rabbanan over there is that we don't make Xeria and our Mishnah is going like Rabbanan and we turn to Tzadik Tesem who is Sovim in the Sefer Rameyah 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 since the Mishnah Therefore, it seems like a continuation from our Mishnah and saying, just like Ramea over here says, Lo yamid, over there also he holds that there's a Xera. But the Gemara says, of course, our Mishnah's guess is correct. Even though that Mishnah is Ramea, however, this Mishnah is going halacha, which is Lafita Rabbanon, that you can actually stand in Rishis Yachid and move things in Rishis Ram as long as you don't take it from Rishis Ram and move it to Rishis Yachid. The Gemara continues, We said, as long as you don't take it chutz la'ab amis zokti gemara ha'hoytzi chayiv mashma if you do take it out of four amis you'd be chayiv v'chatis it's a it's a deraisa le'im se'el el rava let's bring a right to rava d'amur rava hamav chayiv mitchilus abal sef abal v'avir derech alav chayiv rava says if someone is standing in rishis ram he makes an akir in rishis ram he walks four amis and then he places it down in rishis ram makes hanoch in rishis ram however the way he carried the four amis was he held it over ten tefachim high and therefore was in the makom tor he still is still because Akira and his Anacha was in Rishis Rabbim. So the Khaira over here also we see that a person that's in Rishis Yachid, he picks something up, he doesn't take it in Rishis Yachid, but then he moves it in Rishis Rabbim for Amis. Lechayra, he did the same thing, they moved it for Amis in a Makkab Torah, and we still say from a Mishnah that the Diak is, if you take it out, you'd be Chayyab Khatas, Lechayra to Rai to Rabba. The Gemara says, Miktanim Haitzi Chayyab Khatas, who said the Mishnah means that if you took it out, you'd be Chayyab Khatas. Dilma, the Diak is, Im Haitzi, 
if you took it out and you moved it more than four amas, pata avalasa, it would only be in the Sirabanan because although the entire time I was holding it, I was in a makab Torah, we would still say it's asa midrabana, meaning midrabana, so it wouldn't be asa, we don't hold like rava, but midrabana, we would say it's asa because we have exer, shemi, avriana, dal amas, limatim asara. On that, Gemara says, ikadami, another way to learn this sugya is hahaitzi pata. We make the diak the other way, that if you took it out of four amas, you'd be pata, avalasa, midrabana, like we explained. Lehman to have to rava, let's say that our Mishnah should be a raya from the diak against rava. The am rava, mavachim, You'd actually be chayiv midiraisa, not only midrabanan. On that, Gemara says, no, we can learn the Mishnah's diuk is the opposite way. Tani haitzi patav alasa dilma haitzi chayiv chafes. The Mishnah doesn't specify if it's going and saying the diuk is if it's deraisa and chayiv midiraisa, or maybe it's only patav alasa midrabanan. And therefore, we can learn the Mishnah either way. There's no raya to rava and no tiyuf to the rava. The Gemara continues. Layamin other mishus yachid. We said a person can't stand in mishus yachid and urinate into mishus rama. Amr Abiyasim hishtin virak chayiv chafes. The din in the Mishnah doesn't specify if it's deraisa or drabbanan, and therefore we learn that if someone actually urinates and spits, Rabbi Yisrael says it's actually chiyav chatz because you made akira and hanochah would be mashvud. Akira was in rishus yachid and it ended up in the rishus harabim, or the opposite way. If you're starting from rishus harabim and going into rishus yachid, the akira was in rishus harabim and the hanochah was in rishus yachid. You always need akira and hanochah on a place or from a place that's a makam dalat fachim and there's no such place over here because the person is taking it out of his mouth and his mouth is not a makam dalal even though we generally say that a person's yad is kedal that's only because the person's yad is controlling an item just like a makam dal, which is a makam chashim and it's a place that's easy to put things however a mouth or a body of a person is not considered a makam dal. so where's that key over here so how does Rabbi Yisrael say that the Mishnah means that is the Isra Deraisa on that the Gemara answer machshavti makam and Rashi explains shiut tzorach l'kach since you need this item to be removed from your mouth, it's considered haitzar chashuva. And the Chayyab Pshat is that even a Makam that is a Mashu is considered Chashuv Kedal Amis, the din of Dal Amis is Minastam, but your Machshava can change the Chashivas. And the Gemara brings a riot to this society. Like, hey, Mach, if you don't say this, Hadam Rav Rav says, Zark Benach Bifiyah Kelev, if someone throws something and lands in the mouth of a Kelev, Ay Bifiyah Kishan, or in the mouth of a furnace and it burns up, Chayev Kachat, Chayev Kachat, because you have a Kira and Anacha, Fabina Anacha, Gavim Makam Dal Veleka, over there, there's no Makam of Dal because it's in the mouth of the Kelev, or the mouth of the Kishan that wasn't Dal, El Machshavta, Mashvina Le Makam, because of your Machshavta, it considers it Makam, Hachinami Machshavta, Mashvina Makam. Here also the same side applies. By Rav Rav, yes, Hubishus Yakupi, what if you're standing in Rishus Yachid, but the top of your gid and where you're urinating from is in Rishus Ram? And therefore, the Akira might be in the Rishus Yachid because it comes out of your body in Rishus Yachid, but in actuality, it's coming out of the Piyama, which is Rishus Ram. And therefore, the Akira and Nachid might both be in Rishus Ram and won't be in Issa. Ma'u, Bas Akira, Zlinon, Bas Yetzir, Zlinon, Teku, and we'll take The Chain Layarik, we said in the Mishnah, you shouldn't spit from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Ram or Rishus Ram to Rishus Yachid. And we just said a greater Chiddush that once you have a lot of saliva and a lot of spit that's collected in your mouth, you now walk four amis because it's already ready to be spit out and therefore it's not anymore part of your guf, it's considered a masui. So the Gemara says, as long as it's there and it's collected, even if you didn't swirl around and get ready to spit it out, it's still considered a problem. But now we have a Mishnah that says, someone is eating a dried up fig of truma, and his hands are shneas of tumor. Now we know that if shneas of tumor touch a michael that's truma, a 
of course, if that Michael was already was already wet before, then that Michael becomes a shlishi and it becomes puzzled and you can't eat it. However, over here, the actual Devela was never wet and therefore was never But once you place it in your mouth and the fig became wet from the saliva in your mouth and therefore it becomes at that point, if you take your hand, which is shniyais, and you place it in your mouth, lethal straw, to take out a pebble, for example, then there's machlekes. Rameyah matame. Rameyah says that the date or the fig becomes tame. Why? Because it's hushul kabel tumma. Rabbi Yehissi says it's tar. The water in your mouth is not considered yat shachadam. It's not considered one of the seven mashkim, and it actually is not machshir the fig kabel tumma. Rabbi Yehuda He makes a chil between a situation where you swilled it already around in the mouth, and therefore it's right away you're going to be spitting it out, or if you don't, if you already had it in a point where it swirled around into status, it's ready to come out of your mouth, there it's going to be matame because we consider it but if you didn't do that, even though the spit was already collected, it's still going to be tar. So Rabbi Yehuda seems to be saying that even if you weren't mapech, it would still be considered like it's about to come out, even though it was only collected. And in the Mishnah in Kalim, Rabbi Yehuda says the only time it's considered that it's coming out is only when the status is in a point that's already swirled around. So L'chayr is a stira. On that, Rabbi says, Rabbi that Rabbi Yudah actually changed his mind. Originally in Masech Tzkelem, he said like that. But Amish, he changed his mind. He said, even if it was not Hippoch, even if it wasn't swirled around, it was just collected, it would still be considered like it's ready to go out, and therefore it's considered a master in Benigeah, carrying on Shabbos, and therefore it would be an Isidraisa to walk for Amish with the spit that's collected in your mouth, even though it wasn't swirled around. Rishlokish, says, You don't have to say there's a difference between Agamar and Agamar. In our case, was B'Kichai. We're not talking about a regular case of spit. We're talking about a case of phlegm. And phlegm is a thicker substance, which is produced when a person is sick. And therefore, even if you don't swirl it around, it's ready to be spit out because a person doesn't want to keep it in his body. And therefore, that is already something that you don't have to be swirled around. Even if it's just collected, you're going to be kind of if you walk for Amis and Rishis Rabbim. But the Gemari, yes, on Shittis Rish Lakish, but Tani, we learned to Brice, that Rabbiuda says, that if it's collected, you can't walk more than four Amis on Shabbos. My love, Rake Vinitlash, it would be Mashmur that's not only by Kikha, it's also by Reich. The Gemara says, like Kikha Vinitlash, it's Dafka Bidigaya Flem, and not by regular spit. In fact, the Gemara, here we have a first Bryce, not like Rish Lakish, but Tanya, we have a Bryce, or Budaime, Kikha, Vikain Reich, Shinitlash. It doesn't make a difference if it's Flem or if it's spit. That was collected, and even though it wasn't swirled around, it didn't would be that Layalak Talad Amis Achiyarik, that you can't walk more than four Amis in Rish Ram until you spit it out. El Machvatak and Shimekara, you see, Mefurish against Rish Lakish from this Bryce, that Budashita must be that you don't have to actually swirl it around even by spit and therefore how do you explain the difference between this Mishnah and the Mishnah Kalim it must be Rabbi Huda changes sheet afterwards as Rabbi Echanan explained and the Gemara continues Rabbi Shlokish Rabbi Shlokish says Kiach Bifnei Rabbi if someone coughs up phlegm in front of his Rabbi Chayim Misi Chayim Misi Shnema it says in the Pasuk Kalim Sani Ahavu Mavis anyone that hates me which is referring to the Torah over there will love death I'll take a little Elamasi. it's not talking about the ones that hate the Torah it's talking about the ones that caused the Torah to be hated which means someone like a Talmud Chacham that spits in front of a Rabbi, people that see it say it's disgusting and therefore will cause a bazillion of Torah. But the Gemara is, for Amenus Honest, how can you say that just by coughing up phlegm, it's going to be someone that's Chayim Misa, you don't have a choice in that, like Rashi explains, you're going to cough because you're sick. The Gemara answers, it's not talking that he just coughed up phlegm, it's also talking that afterwards he spits it out in front of his Rabbi. Rashi says, he should have moved away from there when he spit it out or at least taken a handkerchief and spit it into his handkerchief. And we continue with the Mishnah. A person can't stand in the Mishnah. 
Rishisram and lean over in the Rishisram and drink in the Rishisram, or Bishisram who stand in the Rishisram, Vishnu Rishisyachid, and lean over in the Rishisyachid and drink from the Rishisyachid. Elam Ken Hikhlis Raishiv Rubal and Makhmishu Shaisa, that he has to make sure his head and most of his body is in the area where he's drinking. Bechem Begas, and so is the din in the wine press. Now, the Gemara starts and says, Rishra, but I'm going to say, it seems that the first Mishnah that we just had, which was the previous Mishnah on Sadr Chesam and Beis, that said, Ayyamid Adam Bishisyachid, Umatat Bishisram, a person's last in Rishisyachid, and move something that's in Rishisram, or vice versa. And we weren't going to that we may carry the item that you're moving from the Rishus where the item is currently into Rishus that you are standing in. And here, an Amishta was saying that a person cannot go and drink from an area where you're not standing because we're worried that maybe, like Rashi says in the Mishnah, maybe I'll go and take the Kli to the Rishus I am. L'chayr comes out and Rashi is going to Rabbanon and Sefer Amea, and Rashi just points out, maybe you'd say that drinking water he says that you might think that would be like someone urinating or spitting. He says that's not comparable. Over there, urinating, you were going from one Rishus to the other. Over here, drinking. Since I'm leaning over, for example, in Rishus Rabbim, and I'm drinking from Rishus Rabbim, and it goes into my mouth while I'm in Rishus Rabbim, therefore that's considered one Rishus. And the Hanochah happens in the mouth itself, and therefore there's no problem of going from one Rishus to the other Rishus. But in any case, the Gemara still has the question. Really, both Mishnahis are going like Rabbanan. In the first Mishnah, it's understandable that there's no problem because we're not worried you're going to take this Kli into your Rishus since it's not a Kli that you actually need. However, like Rash says, Since you need water, there's more of a Xer that maybe you'll bring it toward you. Since this Mashka water is something you need, therefore the Gazrina will guys that maybe you'll take it and you'll forget and you'll bring it into your Rishus and you'll be Ivan Issa Deraisa. Now we just said that you now stand in Rishus Yochid and lean over and drink in Rishus Ram or vice versa. So the Gemara asks you, Baylu, Kamos Mai, what would be the din if I'm standing in a Kamos and I'm leaning over into Rishus Yochid or standing in a Kamos and leaning over into Rishus Ram? Would you say the same thing or not? So I'm Abaya, he he. It doesn't make a difference if it's a Kamos or it's a Rishus Yochid. It doesn't make a difference if Issa Deraisa or an Issa Drabbanon. The same Xer would apply. So I'm Rava, he goofed Xer, but not naked with Xer Xer. It doesn't make sense, Abaya. How can you say that by a Kamos, where anyway, even if I actually move the and take it from the Rishus Ram, for example, and bring it into a Kamos, it's only a Strabonin. And we're going to make a Xerah that you now lean over into Rishus Ram because maybe I'll come to carry into a Kamos. The whole carrying into a Kamos is only in a Strabonin. And look, that's a Xerah, Xerah. I'm a Baya. However, Baya says, Benah Minla, how do I know that I'm right? Midditani, and we turn to Tzadok Deus on the base. Vichayim Begas, since it says in the Mishnah, and also the same thing applies, Bidigaya wine press. If I lean over a wine press, that I would be also to do that because we're worried that maybe you'll take the cleat towards you. Look, there should be no difference between the ratio and the case of gas. So why do we have to see the second case? It must be Zakabai. The case of gas is actually talking about a case where the gas is considered commas. For example, the gas, the wine press is a large area, but it's not more than 10 Tfachim off the ground in the Shisram, and therefore that's considered commas. And that's why there's a Chiddush of the ratio and the safe. The ratio is saying, but again, didn't wish this And the safe is saying, even if it would be a commas, we'd say the same thing, that you're not allowed to go and lean over and drink from the wine press. And the Chiddush is, of course, that even though, even if I would go and take the Kli and move it from the 
wine press, Tudor Rishis Ramah will not be in this with Raisa. We still make such a Xero. Rav says, Lenny Maisa, Bechain Ram Shays, Bechain Begas, Lenny Maisa, that the din of Bechain Begas is actually not a Chiddush, but a Gay, and Allah of Shabbos, because we're talking about Rishis Yachid, and there's no difference between the Rasha and the Sefer, because like Rav said, by Kamels, it would be a Xero, a Xero, and therefore, for sure, if the Gospel of Kamels, there would be no Issa to go and lean over and drink from it. But the Chiddush in the Mishnah is just a separate din, but a Gay, a din of Maisa. The Shaila, but a Gay, a Maisa is a lot of drink over a wine press there's a din they have to take off Misa from Paris and if the wine the Misa was not taken off you can't drink from it but you're allowed to drink and therefore if you're drinking when your mouth is over the wine press you're allowed to drink there because that's considered the time because we have a Mishnah you're allowed to drink from the wine press directly and even if you're diluted it doesn't make a difference if it's diluted with hot water or with cold water or pata divramea and it's still pata it's considered a shtiyasaroi and argues on a mayor and says once you dilute it doesn't make a difference hot water cold water you'll always be chayv it's considered a shti as kva chachamim and there's a third sheet of chachamim alacham and chayv alatayin patr pleishim machsas hamaisa it depends what type of dilution you do if you use hot water and you chayv because you're never going to take this wine and pour it back into the gas and therefore we consider that a shti as kva however cold water even dilute the wine with this cold water potentially after you finish drinking you're going to pour it back into the gas and therefore we look at it as a shti as and that's the pshat in the chacham now we have a three machlekes. Our Mishnah is saying that v'chein begas that even by gas you let it drink there no matter what, which is like the sheet of Rameya that bein bechal and bein betzayna you potter from ma'aser. And we continue with the Mishnah. Kol adam and maschil and matim and tefachim umenatina mikol makom shaisa. The Mishnah states as follows: In the times of the Mishnah, rooftops were generally flat, and in order that water wouldn't sit on the rooftop, there was a system of channels or gutters that caused the water to flow towards the side of the rooftop and drain onto a slanted board. And this way, the water would drip down onto the ground but further away from the walls so it wouldn't ruin the walls of the house. Now if someone is standing in a Rishis Rabbim, he can hold up a clean, the Mishnah says, in the air and catch water that's flowing out of his gutter system since the gutter is within 10 Tfachim from the ground of the Rishis Rabbim. So the water he's catching is in the Rishis Rabbim, just like he is in the Rishis Rabbim, and therefore there's no problem of taking something from Rishis Yachad to Rishis Rabbim, because both he and the actual water is in the Rishis Rabbim. In reality, even if you are in the Rishis Rabbim and you catch water from the air and his Above ten tefachim, there is also no issue because we would be taking water from a makom tor to rishus ram. The only reason we point out that we said a case of it's less than ten tefachim is for the next case of a mishnah, and the next case of a mishnah is similar to the first case, except instead of being only a maschila a gutter that led onto this board that dripped down into the yard, it actually had attached to it a sino a drain pipe that now caused the water to flow down directly in one pipe. So the Mishnah's second case says, when there is this drain pipe, which is similar to what we call a leader, which comes down off of the roof and is surely not even within three tvachim of the roof because it's a pipe that leads down, so you can even collect the water in any way you want to. So you can even place your mouth or a cleat directly on the pipe itself, since the pipe is completely considered as part of Rishis Ram, since it isn't within three tvachim of the Gag, as we explain in the Gemara. Now before we start the Gemara, let us define two terms. The word koilet is used when we're catching water from the air and not directly from the gutter or from the drain pipe. And the word that we use, mitzarif, is used when you press your mouth or the cleat directly against the pipe itself and the water doesn't come into the airspace of this area at all. And we begin the Gemara, the Gemara makes a deal from the ratio, that when you're dealing with a gutter, you have to catch the water from the air, but you can't put your mouth or the cleat directly against this gutter itself. My time, why is that? I'm not going to 
Gimel Samach Gagaskin Alav. But here we're talking about a gadol that was situated; it was right next to the gag within three tefachim. And therefore, since it's within three tefachim of a gag, of course you have a din of lavin. The chal pachim and Gimel Samach Gag could gag dummy. Therefore, it would be considered like it's a gag, which is of course a rishus yachid. And therefore, if you would do that, since you are standing in rishus ram and you're putting your mouth against something and getting the water from that direct area of rishus yachid, you'll be taking something from rishus yachid into rishus ram, and therefore it would be something that would be also. We also learn in the Bryce like Rav Nachman that Pachas Megimel Samach Lagag is Kegag Dami. Oymid Adam Bishus Yachid. A person could stand on his own Bishus Yachid, and according to this gear, so that we learn Bishus Yachid, then we're talking about going from one Bishus Yachid to your neighbor's Bishus Yachid without an ear, and there there would be an Issa to carry from one God to the other God. Of course, we have to get understanding between Rameya and Rab Shimon. The sheet is what we had before. You allowed to carry from a God to a God, and the Chacham that we had earlier, and Taisa speaks about that. But the point is that you now carry between this God and to other God for whatever reason, even. Even though both are Rishus Yachid because there's no Arab. But others have the gifts over here, Bereshus Rabbim. And of course, that would be easier to learn. And the same thing in the next price that we're going to learn in a moment. But what happened? You're standing in your Rishus Yachid based on our gifts. And you pick up your hand above 10 Tvachim, and it's within three Tvachim near the Gag, and you allow to go and catch the water as long as it's in the air. But you can't put your hand or your mouth next to this pipe to collect any water because if you do, you're taking directly from some someone else's Rishus Yachid to your Rishus Yachid and of course that would be also that's exactly like what Nachman said because we say the concept of love we see similarly which is exactly the same thing except in this price we start from the opposite extreme where we're saying you're not allowed to do something and then we say the way to do it is to be coiled if you only can and catch it from the airspace then you're allowed to do that and then you could drink we said if you're Taking it from the leader and you're going directly, which is away from the gag three tvachim, and therefore you don't have a concept of love no matter what. You even allowed to put your mouth against the leader or against this pipe, this drain pipe that's coming from the roof, and you could drink from that, or you could bleed directly there, and it wouldn't be a problem because you're not taking the water from Rishus Yachid to Rishus because it's more than three tvachim away from the roof, and therefore it's not part of Rishus Yachid, and it's within ten tvachim to the ground of Rishus Ram, and therefore it's actually taking something from Rishus Ram to Rishus Ram. And the Gemara starts Tana. If the actual opening of this drain pipe is four by four tfachim, then it would actually be also to drink from it. Why? Because at that point it would be considered like a kamalus, and therefore there would be Isra Banan for taking directly from a kamalus into a Shisram that you're standing in. And we continue with the Mishra Bar Bishram. There's a bar of water in Rishram, and the bankment formed by dirt around the top of the bar is ten tfachim high. And let's visualize this. There was a bar that was ten tfachim deep, therefore that is a Rishusyachid by itself. Of course, if it's four by four tfachim. In addition, on top of the bar, the embankment, the dirt that's on the side of the bar goes up another ten tfachim. Then the din is chaloy shal gabav. The windows are above it, which is in Rishus Yachid, a person's house. You could take a kli, you could throw it down with a rope into the water, and you can lift it up and bring it into the house because you're going from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Yachid. There's no issa. In addition, Ashba Rishus Ram. If there's a garbage dump or a heap of garbage that's in Rishus Ram and it's next to your window, which is of course a Rishus Yachid, gavayu tfachim. Since the heap is ten tefachim tall, and therefore it's not considered rishus ram anymore, it's considered rishus yachid. Chaloin shal gabim shoychul and teichem mayim b'shabes. Then, if you have a window above that area, you could take your garbage or your bad water and throw it onto that heap on Shabbos because you're going and removing something from rishus yachid and placing it on rishus yachid. It won't be an issa. Zokimar b'mayiskin. What are we referring to? Elaim b'smucha. If it's right next to each other, so you have the bar that's right next to the bias, so the window and the bar are right next to each other. Lamli chul yud. Why do you have to have any? Bankman or tent fachim, all you're going is from Rishus 
Shishiyachid, two or Shishiyachid, there's no space in between. What really happened over here was that it was actually away from the Kaisa of four Tvachim, and therefore that area by itself is considered part of Rosh Hashim. So now you have Rosh Hashim, you have Rosh Hashim in between, which is the area between your house and the bar, and then you have the bar, which is the Rosh Hashim. The time of the Kachoyasar, the only reason why we allow you to do this is because you have this dirt that's an embankment that goes up ten Tvachim, and therefore the only way you get your pail above that embankment is by going up over ten Tvachim. Therefore, you'll never get into the Avi of Rosh Hashim once it gets over that area, and you lift it up and you bring it back in your house, you bring it over ten Tvachim above the Rosh Hashim, even though there's Rosh Hashim between your house and the bar, and therefore there's no problem because you're going Akira in Rosh Hashim, the Anoche is in your house in Rosh Hashim, and even though it went through the airspace above ten Tvachim, above Rosh Hashim, that's a Makkab Torah, and therefore there's no problem. However, but if there wouldn't be this embankment of dirt around the bar, then you wouldn't be able to do it because even though you're taking from Rosh Hashim to Rosh Hashim, but you're going through the airspace of Rosh Hashim, and that would be also as we learned previously in the Masechta. However, says no. I feel we can say that the bar of water was right next to the house. And the question is, if so, why do you have this embankment that's ten tefachim high, which basically you have ten tefachim of the bar and ten tefachim of the embankment? All you need is ten tefachim, and then you're Rosh Hashim. You're going from the bar, which is Rosh Hashim, to your house, which is Rosh Hashim. There should be an Yisra. Hakamashvan the bar of The Chiddush of the mission is that we're talking about a bar that's five tefachim. For example, the Cholya the embankment was also five tefachim. Now you might think that not mitzvah in order to form Rosh Hashim. Then mitzvah to make a bar of ten, and it's considered like a Rosh Hashim, and therefore you let it carry directly from the bar into your house into Rosh Hashim. And the Gemara continues. Ashba Rosh Hashim. We said there's a garbage dump that's in Rosh Hashim, and your window is right next to it. You could throw something out from Rosh Hashim onto the Ashba because it's more than ten tefachim high, and therefore that's also considered Rosh Hashim. No problem. And the Gemara is for Chashino Ashba. Are you not chayshin that maybe at some point in time someone will remove part of the Ashba and will get lower than ten tefachim? And since people are used to throwing their water there, they'll continue to do that. And if they throw the water at this point, they're throwing from the house, which is Rosh Hashim, onto the Ashba, which is lower than ten tefachim in Rosh Hashim, and that is actually Rosh Hashim, and it'll be an Issa Raisa. There was a story in the Mavu. You should see the Echad Kalyan. One on the right side, for example, goes and ends by the river, and by the river there was a ten tefach wall on the bankment of the river. But see the Echad Kalul Ashba, and another side of it actually went and ended by an Ashba, and therefore it was enclosed by a river on one side. On the other side, they had an Ashba which was ten tefachim high above Meisel for the Rebbe, and Meisel came in front of Rebbe. He didn't say that this Mavu is also, but he didn't say it's Muta. Why? He didn't say it's Muta. First of all, maybe they'll take off part of the ashba, and therefore the dump will get less than ten tefachim. Also, the yam will have some dirt that's on the bottom of the sea, and it will actually make the kaisel to be considered less than ten tefachim. And therefore, again, it wouldn't be considered an enclosed area, and that would be a mavum foolish, and it wouldn't be much to carry. And he also said that's not also the kayam At this point, lemaisa, it was still kayam mechitzes, and therefore it was a valid mavum, and therefore there shouldn't be an is over here. But like kasha. The case of Rebbe was talking about an ashba of a yachid, and therefore they were worried since the yachid owns it, he may actually clean it up. And if he cleans it up, then it'll be less than ten fachim. No one will realize, and they may come to carry. However, Amish is talking about an ashba of Rabbim. It was a public ashba, and in that case, no one's going to remove it. And since it's generally not removed, therefore we weren't going in that case, and we'll stop over here.